Hi, I'm Lebo Changela, and this is the 23rd edition of the series Frontline Workers, where we talk to courageous essential workers who risk their lives daily to provide important services to the general public. It is seven months since the South African government instituted the national lockdown on March 27, with the country currently on level one. Gym facilities across the country were closed at the beginning of lockdown. Government then lifted restrictions on exercising at level 4. Outdoor exercise was limited to 6am to 9am, with movement limited to a 5km radius from home. In level 3, exercise time was extended to 6pm, provided this is not done in groups of not more than 4 people. In level 2, which began on August 18, gyms and fitness centers were allowed to open. Coming up in this edition of Frontline Workers. Financially, um, I took a big knock. I'm not going to lie to you. The, even, the, the charges, even the charges of um, digital training or virtual training are not the same as personal training. People are still... They still have that fear of, 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 of the virus being around. I make sure that uh, immediately before I go to your client, all of my equipment is sanitized. When I get to that client, I make sure that we keep the social distancing. Lawrence Balula, a personal trainer at Virgin Active in Johannesburg, tells me what he goes through as a frontline worker. He shares with me his experience of level 5 to 3 of lockdown. As trainers, we, we were forced to, to actually go into uh, the, the, the digital space, you know. Um, obviously, I was still going to go into it. I was still going to tap into it by, at my own time. So what happened was when lockdown was implemented, we were forced to do everything digitally. So what, what, what I was doing, I was... I was I was doing a, a lot of live workouts, you know, on Instagram, on Facebook, and even having online clients as well. Financially, um, I took a big knock. I'm not gonna lie too much. The, even the, the charges, even the charges of um, digital training or virtual training are not the same as personal training, you know. And there's a reason why it's called personal training. That's not really the same as virtual training because some people they have to wake up in their own space they're very much lazy so it was a problem but financially it took it took a huge huge knock lawrence says virtual fitness trainers that people used during the harsh lockdown cannot replace him and states that within the past three weeks many people have returned to gyms i thought actually no um, things might change but to be honest with you nothing has changed because that's what I'm saying. Like there's a there's a good reason why it's called personal training, you know, because uh, some people they, they 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 rely too much on the energy of a trainer, of a trainer being there physically, you know, because some of them they were like, yeah, no, we were doing this online thing, but it was not really working for us, you know, because I'm in my own space, I'm lazy, you're not there. I rely very much on your energy, and I rely very much on you being there physically to push me. So I don't think I don't think I don't see it. I don't see that being replaced. I think the past three weeks, people have really, really, really came back. A recent study conducted by Sheffield Hallam University and King Yoon Carlos University found that gyms throughout Europe pose an extremely low risk of COVID-19 infection and should be kept open for health and well-being of their communities. Lawrence concurs. I think when it was said that gyms are going to open, 
a lot of people, even myself, were just worried about um, people being exposed to to the virus and stuff like that. But actually, to be quite honest with you, once I got here, I started uh, being here more often. I saw that even actually gyms are quite one of the most safest public spaces um, out of out of out of all these. Compared to, to your malls, compared to your churches, because now um, I think I think I think uh, the regulations and what had to be put in place was followed very strictly, and we're still doing that even even now. People are still they still have that fear of 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 of, of the virus being around. Fitness centers and gyms are allowed to open subject to a limitation of 50 persons or less. Lawrence takes me through the safety protocols his gym has implemented. Regular sanitizing, social distancing. Uh, even, even, even when you, even with me as a personal trainer, when I work, when I work with my clients, we need to keep a social distancing. There are certain spaces that are put where one needs to train, you know, and the cleaning of services. During during the the working hours, all the time there are people that are on the floor to make sure that is dealt with. I think the biggest problem at first when we started, it was training with masks. You know, I think it was a problem for everyone. But now we found a way to work around it, whereby when you're doing a high when you're doing high intensity training, you need to just lower your mask a bit and then do the workout. And then as soon as you're done, immediately as soon as you're done with your workout, then you need uh, to put your mask back on. So at first it was tough, but you know your clients they want to work. Even with me as a trainer, we need to get the work done. So we we the clients are working with me, and I'm working with the clients to make sure that we make this thing work. You understand? In their favor and in my favor. I make sure that uh, immediately before I go to your client, all of my equipment is sanitized. When I get to that client, I make sure that we keep the social distancing. You know, just to make sure that I'm comfortable and they're comfortable. And even the same with masks, you do the same thing as at the gym. When you're doing a hectic workout, you lower it. As soon as you're done, you put it, you put it back up. As we have come to learn that COVID-19 attacks the immune system, whose function is to fight infections, Harvard Medical School says not smoking, eating healthy, exercising regularly, and getting adequate sleep are some of the ways one can boost the immune system. From what I've heard is that... Um, Coronavirus is like flu. So basically flu, what it does is, the first thing once it enters the system, it, 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 it starts to fight your body, you know, which is your immune system. So when you train, when you work out, when you eat healthy, that means that you have a stronger immune system. So the reason why it's important, and as well, you need to be very careful to, 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 to train and not to overtrain. Because once you start overtraining, you start to put a strain on your immune system and then it can't fight off diseases. But if you train, if you live a healthy lifestyle, you have a strong strong enough immune system to fight off whatever virus that comes into your body. For the next edition of Frontline Workers, you can visit sabcnews.com or at SABC News on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. For SABC Digital News, I'm Lebo Changela.